Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout, which is now part of the High Productions family. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout. And Drama School Dropout is now what I'm calling a global phenomenon because we are charting in three different countries. I mean, it's not a global phenomenon, but to boost my ego, we're going to call it a global phenomenon because we are now charting in the UK, in France and in New Zealand, which is absolutely crazy. And again, thank you so much to everybody who listens in at home none of this would be possible without you but for today's episode which is an extra special episode i am joined by one of my favorite actresses in the whole entire world please welcome to the podcast hope carberry drama school dropout no graduation day for you drama school dropout don't you hope course now try something new hello hi how are you i know we've just had this little chat before we started recording but I've got to ask oh, same old same old groundhog day i know i'm sick I'm, doing good. I'm i was thinking about it earlier i can't remember the last time i saw you i think it may have been prom our grad ball i think it was yeah god how long ago was that that was, we left in 2019, so that would have been like June, July 2019. My God. And now we're in 2021. Oh, that's scary. Fuck COVID. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it and I, I miss you a lot, but do you know who I miss more? Who? Your mum. Oh my God. She misses you too. She likes you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I am like the best. <laughs> she um, still goes on about your Macbeth I've, I've flattered honestly I, I love your mum like literally <laughs> I was thinking about it last night I was like can we just ask Hope to bring her mum on as well <laughs> um, so how are you doing like um, obviously we're in this really shit point of time mm-hmm. where we're supposed to be stars darling we're oh, no. doing it um, I'm at uni the now um, How's that uh, yeah, it's going okay. I'm kind of in amongst it now. It's all the coursework we need to do at this point, um, dissertations and things like that. But um, whilst I'm doing that, I'm trying to, I don't want to just sit about. Um, so I'm still auditioning, I'm still filming things just to try and build up the CV um, yeah. whilst we're in. Um, I just don't want to be productive because I think that's quite dangerous to just sit about and um, take this time for granted. So you in are you in your last year of uni now? Mm-hmm. Yes. So fucking jealous. <laughs> I can't wait till it's done. Oh, I I, I can talk about this because by the time that comes out, it'll be all good. Uh, I've got my second round of RCS on Thursday, and I am <gasps> shitting myself. I have got to see how you're feeling. Uh, actually, I'm not too bad. It's more mm-hmm. I'm just putting pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did and, it before, didn't you? Yeah, and I didn't get past yeah. the second round, so. I'm, all, I'm yeah. halfway, I keep looking at this, there's four rounds, I'm halfway to, yeah. get to the conservatoire. Mm-hmm. Got my... Yeah, I did it twice. Everyone, everyone can't see this, but these <laughs> are my notes. Um, but it's that there. And I'm really scared that I'm going to forget what monologues I'm doing. So I've got mm-hmm. a card that literally just says, Petruchio, Taming of the Shrew, Brian Narrative <laughs> from Anthony Nielsen. I'm going to stick that to my computer when I do it, just in case I forget. Yeah, uh-huh. Stick them everywhere. Fridge. Yeah, cooker. Fridge, cooker. Um, I'm like walking to Asda and I'm like, thus have I politically begun my reign. <laughs> yeah. Getting all the PTSD flashbacks. Um, 
So what I like to ask everyone when they first come on is, how did you get into acting and what was your first role? I'm not really one of those people that say, oh, when I was 15 months old, I wanted to be an actor. I knew. I was really, really shy when I was wee. Um, I didn't really talk to anyone. I was really antisocial. I mean, I'm not much different now, to be honest with you. Um, COVID, weren't you? Like, antisocial. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, really, really shy. Um, I like to keep myself to myself a lot. Um, but my family is really creative. Like my mum writes, she um, writes poems, yeah, things like that. My little sister, she does drama and things. My little brother does drama. My granda, my granddad, he used to draw a lot when he was younger. Um, my granny's really into music. So we're really a creative family. I think really it's my mum's big plan to try and make all of her children into the Waynes brothers. <laughs> um, get us on that money chain. Your mum just wants, like, she's got, the, she's got the list, isn't she? She's got, like... Yeah, oh, get them into that, get them into that. A Grammy, an Oscar, a BAFTA, <laughs> a Tony. Yeah. She wants it all. I think it's her big plan. Because <laughs> um, uh, she used to do acting as well. She was in The Kings and things like that when she was younger. She was in Greece, and she was I think she was Frenchy. And then I think she wished ill upon Sandy because she wanted to be Sandy. And then Sandy did fall ill. And they said, oh, we don't have anyone else that can be Sandy at the, the shows tonight. My mum was like, I can do it. I know all the words, I know all the songs. And then she was Sandy. So because I was really shy, my mum said, you need to get in that club. So I started um, drama classes. So yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> Here I am. Like I said in the introduction, you are genuinely one of my favourite people to watch act. Um, stop. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna blow a bit of smoke up your ass just now. You have oh. such a natural comic timing. It's unreal, like just how quick on the button you are. Yeah, so I know we're in COVID and shit, but if anybody ever gets the chance to go and see Hope, I w- wouldn't recommend it more. Like we've done some shows together and shit, and I've struggled to like go and cry, cry, cry. Um, like I've you've nearly made me break character a few times and like, <laughs> fuck you for that but you just you were one of the people that you know when you sit back and you look at a collective group like our college class mm-hmm. your name was always there when we said who's actually going to work in the industry oh and so at least buy me a drink first um, like, and I genuinely like, because you were one of the first, and this is further down my outline, but mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it now. You were the first, I think, you and Amy Hannah, big shout out, um, mm-hmm. were the first to leave college and you booked jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. Like, totally <laughs> Um, So you were in Augie's. Am I saying that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like, I was so gutted, but also so fucking proud that that sold out. Oh, thank you very much. I know I was trying to get tickets for so many people, but it sold out within a day or two, which was really good. But I remember sh- inbox and you being like, "Can you get me a ticket?" And you were like, "I can't get my mum a ticket, so no." Yeah, it was that bad. I don't know. So we need that to come back, but also, like, you just have such a talent. And this is me fully. You can say this, blowing smoke up your ass. I'm gonna walk out here, my head the size of a planet. Now. <laughs> but like. It's just, it was so lovely to watch you, like, because I can even look back and I'll probably, you'll probably agree with me. So we mm-hmm. were, for context of the people, how we met that are listening, I was at Glasgow Kelvin College and I had done two years. And mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. final year, 
we had some new people join the class and mm-hmm. Hope was one of them. And I was like, fuck, now I'm not in the top two. <laughs> Where you go? <laughs> but like when we were in college, there's some stuff that I now look back on and I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? Like you are a mess. And I'm probably sure you'll agree because we all get better and the only way to sort of grow is to be like, that was shit. Like, I know what mm-hmm. to do now. Of course, yeah. But you always never, like, with me, I know for a fact that I'd done stuff, got better and then got worse because there was some things that I didn't care about. <coughs> Scenes from the big picture. Um, oh, no, I thought you were still good in that. And you you, you said was, again and again and again, you pure doubt yourself of how you were in that part, but you were really, really good. You were, um, was it Maria's husband? Yes, Maria was my wife, which was... Yeah. You were really, yes. really good. I'm not just saying that because I'm on your podcast. Yeah, you but say I, I'm shy, I just being... I end this episode early. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you getting the part and being quite disappointed with it. Um, I was like, you were really, really good at it. I mean... It was one of those things we didn't get to audition. I didn't get to plead my case for the part that I'd wanted, which looking back on it, I just played a fucking lead. I just played mm-hmm. Macbeth. So mm-hmm. obviously I wasn't going to get a lead. Which was tremendous. Thank you, thank you. Let's say it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it, it was tremendous. <laughs> so I don't know what I was expecting, but I just thought that the character, in hindsight, it was a good character. Like looking back on it, there was a lot to work mm-hmm. with. It. But in hindsight, mm-hmm. it wasn't who I wanted to play. So I sort of just checked myself out. I was like, I'm gonna do yeah. the bare uh-huh. fucking minimum here, and I did. I done. <laughs> because I was double cast mm. with a boy called Scott and I didn't yeah. learn there was this one scene where we had a monologue that was maybe two pages long mm-hmm. I didn't learn that until the night before opening night oh really and every See? time I wouldn't have known that every time we would rehearse it, I'd be like Scott go up and do it I'll do the other scenes I haven't learned this I genuinely wouldn't have known I didn't I didn't know that and nobody did apart from Scott <laughs> <laughs> um but then I also felt bad because I was like, I'm sort of letting people down. Mm-hmm. Like, this is people's last show. But honestly, like, and it's sort of like that Aries part of me, like, if we're talking about astrology and shit. Like, I just checked out and I didn't care. Mm, and okay. then I was fabulous in it. <laughs> <laughs> Effortless. Um, so talk a bit about shows. Um, mm-hmm. You were in, so first show I ever seen you in was um, Midsummer Night's Dream. And you were playing flute. And you were with... I'm going to shout him out again on this podcast. Russell, you were like, that was a sort of scene partner. That was like, I remember sitting and watching that and being like, this is magic. Like, I'm watching (laughs) something here. Like, and you really shit yourself with Shakespeare. I was just about to say, I had no clue what was happening at all at any point in those plays. We didn't see that because it was perfect. Like, we, I was genuinely like, I remember being like, Thank fuck I'm not in one of the comedies because I can't compete with that. <laughs> Chop. Like I was quite would... glad. I was no, I was quite glad that I was in the tragedy out because we did three Shakespeare shows for context. And mm-hmm. um, we mm-hmm. did Summer Night's Dream, Macbeth, and Tim and the Shrew. And I was in Macbeth. I, I played Macbeth. Um I'm gonna stop saying Macbeth now because it doesn't sound like a real word. Um <laughs> but yeah. The, I remember watching it and I was like, there was just something about it. And it was really 
then now I don't take notice of people a lot. Like I'm very much I live in my own world and I'm the main character. But bitch, I fucking took notice of you. <laughs> I was like, I want to be her friend because she's the one that's going to make it far. And then I can be like, can you try and get me an audition for this that you're in? Oh. So I didn't want to be your friend because I liked you. I wanted to be a friend to use you. <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered, but insulted at the same time. <laughs> I mean. Um, no, thank you very much. That is so kind of you to say. Um, I really, like like I said a minute ago, I had no clue what was happening. I remember going to the audition um, with, I think it was Leah. Yeah. And I was really, really nervous. And because I, I knew beforehand it was going to be Shakespeare. And I had did some monologues in the college before I came, yeah. City of Glasgow. Um, and yeah, I struggled with it. And I thought, oh, right, thank God, that's over. I wanted to do Shakespeare for a good while. And then the next year, we're doing three Shakespeare shows. So you can imagine my nerves. So I did it, um, and I didn't think I was going to get a big part because I felt like, oh, we, me and Amy, I've just came. Um, they all know that, like, the teachers know everyone's strengths and things like that. Maybe I'll get, like, a minor But part. that's what the lecturers were like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd never like who was it jenna murphy who i love she came yeah. into college in second year and she got a main part in that production really yeah she walked in and got a main part in bull and <gasps> they never saw it like that leah and leah who was on the podcast episode two she mm. is a fucking genius mm. when it comes to shakespeare and yeah. she knew that you would you must have done something in like your audition or your college audition because <laughs> like I, how I wish I'd have been a fly on the wall so <laughs> no I can't I can't praise her enough because even though I said that I had no clue what was happening the way she would explain things and the way she um adapted the plays was really really clever oh she's a fucking genius I can't thank Russell enough as well because he really helped me um because again, being the, the newbie, when all of you guys have already known each other for how, how long? Two years, three yes. years, something like that. Um, it was really, really daunting. And I knew I was going to get put with him and I've never met him. We didn't really have much of a conversation before. But he was so funny and he made me feel so comfortable. So I can't thank him enough. Yeah, Russell's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, he's lovely. Let's stop talking about me, though, because, well, we're going to keep me in the conversation. And this is something that's quite funny. And we're not going to we're not going to name any names because I feel like they would send a very poorly grammatized letter to us. Me and you were recently part of a project that we're no longer a part of. Uh, Let's talk about that. So we were I so you were a part of it before I was. And so Amy Hannah asked me to audition for this and I sent a tape in which was really weird because he just wanted to see a monologue. So I was doing my first round of RCS auditions at the time. So I just sent yeah. my contemporary monologue in yep. and he offered me a part, but not a part at the same time. He was like, I'd really love you to do this. Can you send me another three tapes? And I was like, no. I was the same and I auditioned and I was expecting him to say, um, read for A and B. And then I sent him my tape and then I was like, okay, what one do you want? He asked me to audition for four different characters. Really? Yeah. And I was wow. like, I'm in the middle of auditioning for a drama school that I needs my like 110% focus. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'll send you a tape, but I'm not sending you four. 
Yeah. For everyone listening in at home, this was very low budget. The script was shite. Like mm. 110% say it. There was something about, there was a line and me and Amy Hannah used to joke about it that I would have to say something. If you don't shut the fuck up, I'll gut your insides and use your body as a raft. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A canoe and, or something. And listen, I like I write and stuff and I know that sometimes your first draft isn't the best. But you don't send your fucking first draft to people for to audition. No. And there was just this whole commotion. So how did you so were you like fully on board? Because your face was on that really badly edited poster. <laughs> well, I had said to Amy, um, we were just having a conversation and I was saying, oh, I really need to build up my showreel more. Um, and I've been auditioning for different things. And she said, oh, I've just been cast in this project. I could send him your name. And I went, oh, yeah, great. Oh. You've done to me. Yeah. I looked on the Facebook page, and at that point, it didn't have many posts, right? I, when I looked at the Facebook page, I should have known that that was a no-go. Oh, I was like a sore head reading them. Like, why? But why is he, like, on his public Facebook page, and again, we're not naming names, saying, like, oh, we're in touch with Netflix and BBC Scotland? No, you're not. Mm. No, you're mm. not. It's bullshit. So, yeah, I, w- I went for it, and the audition process was just really... Oh, just a lot of messing about, messing about quite a lot. I didn't hear back like in four days or something. So I'd ask him and go, well, what part do you want me to read for? Or they'd say, oh yeah, um, any of them, something like that. And then he didn't get back to me for another three days. And it was just really back and forward. I didn't know what was happening. So then that was, I think it was the first strike. I was like, mm, something's wrong here. And then it was like snowball effect. So he offered me the part, whatever part it was, and I just sent back an email saying, okay, fine, please send me the contract. Mm-hmm. And he sent back saying, I don't have a contract. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't sign up I did, yeah. without a contract. The other weird thing, I don't know if it happened to you. Did your audition video get put on YouTube? I actually don't know. Because <laughs> I was like, don't, don't put my shit I, on YouTube. I've actually forgot to, forgotten to check. They said something about that. I was like, what? Yeah, because he was like uploading people's audition videos. I not meant to ask before they do that. Yeah. Is that what you're meant to do? Mm. I was like, no, don't put my shit anywhere. I was, like, yeah. I was like, don't put me on my poster. You can't use my headshot. No. Um, but that was just, that was that was a shit show of, an, of like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And you were involved in it longer than me. So like, I don't know how you were even still around by the time that I got there. Yeah, because... I think we tried to get a lot of people involved. So we're like, well, help people out. I mean, people we know. Um, well, Amy said to me, she was like, Hope's doing it. And I was like, right, okay, you hope. Like, sign me up. Like, that'll, if anything, it would be a laugh. <laughs> so are you working on anything fun at the moment that you can talk about? I know you were out filming last night. Or are we not allowed no, to talk about that? No. Um, yeah, it's for a friend. Um, he does a lot. He writes a lot of his own things. Um, and he asked me and someone who was in college with me as well. So we were doing that. So did you um, have anything in the pipeline before we all got grounded and shit? Has anything been cancelled? Because I know I had a full diary booked for 2020. Oh God, I know it's horrible. Um, I had a couple of had a couple of student things lined up again to build up showreel and things like that. Um, and I think I think that's really it. 
our uni performances got cancelled as well. Um, Fuck off, COVID. I know. You know what I've also um, realised? There's loads of people in the news that call it COVID. They call it what? They call it COVID. COVID? COVID, and it's really irritating me. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> but we're coming to the end now, and we're going to play oh. a game. We're going to play a game called Stage Right or Stage Shite. Okay. Um, and I'm going to give you three stories. Two of them are the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And one of them is stage shite. And I don't know which one's which. These are all done by someone else that then I get a sealed envelope with the answer. Oh. So we can play along together. Official. All official. That's how we do oh. it on the podcast. So professional. <laughs> I'm using a £17 mic from Amazon, though. So... Um, so let's get right into it. We can play along together and chat about it. Number one, we were doing a show and I had to smoke during it, but I couldn't find the herbal cigarettes I was supposed to use. And I just ended up smoking a real one, thinking there was no difference. The fire alarm went off, the theatre was evacuated, and I was thrown out of college. If there's oh. ever a story that was nearly me, <laughs> um, oh, God. that would right. be, to imagine. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> That's a double whammy. Number two. In my second year of drama school, we were doing a play about prostitutes. So I went all out for the audition and dressed up, wearing scantily clad clothes, and I had so much makeup on, my face was caked in it. Well, <laughs> I didn't read the play before we auditioned and had only bothered to learn the monologue about my friend dying for the audition. It turns out being dyslexic is hard. It didn't say prostitutes. It said Protestants. The audition <gasps> panel didn't know where to look. Oh, I kind of hope that's true. I know. I don't oh, want crazy. that to be bullshit. Could you imagine? Wow. <laughs> Number three, an mm. Amdram director friend of mine made a group of women performing the vagina monologues walk around for two hours on stilts in a rehearsal because he wanted because he wanted them to feel how uncomfortable the women in the play were. See, there will be a lot of people listening to that going, of course, who does that? But so drama lecturers like- <laughs> do that. I do stuff like that. You don't understand. Happening. Yeah, for anybody that thinks that that's like impossible, we once spent an hour pretending to be kitchen appliances. And I've spoken about this before. But like, <laughs> oh, so all of these are, I, I don't know. Like, I hope the prostitute one is true. Yeah. And I think, oh, I think the smoking one might be bullshit mm. because, you know, it's against the law. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go for number one. Definitely between the last two, I think. What one are you going for? I'm going for number one being shy, the smoking. Yeah. Are we going for that? Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's still things definitely an arty-farty drama teacher thing. I'm going to open the envelope. Da, 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 da. Right. Number one. Oh! See? We were, it's so right. Um, it's called talent. <laughs> <laughs> So we've come to the end of the podcast now. Thank you so much for coming on home. On, on Thank you for having me. I've had missed you a lot, but I've missed your mum more. So please tell her I said hello. Yeah, um, I'll tell. And where can <laughs> everyone find you on social media? Um, I think I'm better with Instagram because I don't really go on Facebook. Hope Cabs. H-O-P-E-C-A-B-A-S. Uh, yes, thank you so much for coming on Hope. You genuinely are one of my favourite actresses in Glasgow. And I can't oh. wait until we get out of fucking lockdown so we can all get together get really fucking drunk yes and yeah 
I can get really drunk and you can put me in a taxi home. I've, I've been counting down the days. That's how we do it. And I also can't wait to see you on a stage again because it's what I live Likewise. And there we have it, another episode of the Global Phenomenon Complete. Well, it's not really a global phenomenon, but we're just going to say it is. This has been episode 23. I've been Ingram Noble, as per usual, and I've been chatting to Hope Carberry. Make sure to go and show her all of the love on social media. And if you're feeling generous, please scroll down and leave us a little rating and a review. It boosts my ego and it really, really helps the podcast. And you've managed to get us charting in three different countries. So if we can get ourselves up the reviews a little bit, that would mean the absolute world. Guys, I'm genuinely so grateful for everybody that listens in. This podcast really has been the light in the dark over the past however many weeks that I've been doing it. And remember that you can always submit your theatre stories for Stage Right or Stage Shite by emailing dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com and they'll go straight through to Heather, our producer, who will then select them for the upcoming episodes. And it's really weird because I'm 23 now and we're more than halfway through our month of Double Drama School Dropout. We've only got two episodes left in this month and it's really two really good episodes and next week i'll be chatting to the star of the film this is england i'll be chatting to thomas Turgus. so make sure you're here tuesday 12 noon at the same place and we'll be back for another dose of drama school dropout thank you so much guys and i'll see you again soon drama school dropout no graduation day for you drama school dropout Fuck your whole course, now try something new Trying to scoot your